What is going on, everybody? Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of Leads in a Raw. Vince Russo, how are you, my man? What is going on this fine evening, Dr. Chris? What's happening, bro? Fine evening, indeed, man. How is how's life for my guy, man? Good, man. Good. It was. Uh, I got I got done with work early today. Got in the jeep. Took a nice long ride with the nice. wife. So it was. Uh, it was a. It was a good day, man. That's awesome, man. That's good to yeah. hear. Very yes. Good. Fantastic. All right, man. Uh, well, we get paid the big bucks for what, man? To talk about Raw. So we get paid the big bucks to talk about Raw. Yes. So, what is your thirty thousand foot view of the episode? You know, bro. Like I said, man. I I don't want to sound like I'm beating a a dead horse, but it is so hard for me when I review the Attitude Era the the night before. Uh, around this time last night, I was actually watching an episode of the Attitude Era from 1996. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe it was 98. I don't even know. But, man, it's just so hard to go from that show and then watch this show. Mm-hmm. And I made a comment about that on social media today. And right away, you know, uh, people, you know, oh, well, if you've been, see, I've got to disagree with you, the the level of athlete athleticism today. I'm not talking about that, bro. I'm talking about a television show. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what the television show was during the attitude era, what the television show is today. That's what I'm talking about, bro. And it's just hard, bro. Because I mean, my God, I can't remember like when I'm, when I'm watching these shows, Chris, I don't remember everything that i write wrote we we wrote so many shows so i i I don't really know where stuff is going Mm -hmm. and i am i'm sitting there like i'm watching it for the first time and i'm i'm engaged in this show all over again well my god what did we do there how did we get out of this i don't even remember Mm -hmm. we had the episode last night where paul bearer and kane actually exhumed the bodies of taker's parents brought them to the arena set one on fire put taker through the casket with the remains of his mother okay bro we're gonna put that up again this up against this six-man tag at the end of the night i mean are we really bro so you're listening to this podcast Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, it's got nothing to do with the athletes and the athleticism. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a, a television show. All I ask you to do is this, Chris. Here's all, here's all I want from a television show, right? Keep me interested. Yeah. That's all. Keep, keep, because, bro, if you don't keep me interested, I'm going to change the channel. And, bro, I got to tell you, man. And, of course, they, they, they got a built-in excuse for tonight. 
the home run derby was on ESPN tonight. And like it literally went down to the final five seconds and it was on during the main event. And bro, I just want to remind people when I was writing, you know, television, like the home run derby meant nothing. So we always competed against the home run derby and we spanked it and we smoked it and it meant nothing. But I'm telling you, bro, the, the way they've built that up over the years, that was compelling television tonight that was going on through what you say all the time, Chris, a meaningless six man tag. That means nothing, bro. Nothing, man. Nothing. It means nothing. I think, uh, you know, I, I think the, uh, the apologists would say, um, well, you know, you have, uh, what they probably would do, what they're, what they're probably going to do, because you have um, three more Raws before SummerSlam. So 17th, 24th, 31st. Yep. And then the SummerSlam is that Saturday after the 31st. So three more Raws. So within these three Raws, somehow they're going to we we still don't have a an opponent for seth so as of next raw you're going to have that raw and two more raws to build a world champion opponent for seth rollins why would you waste a six-man tag match and still develop some storyline that still doesn't make sense why don't you just have these at least the headliners booked already and have it that way because because uh, they're already you know doing a really good job when it comes to the bloodline in my opinion because they're already you already know where we're going but three weeks before uh SummerSlam, your second biggest pay-per-view a year out of the year and we still don't know who the world heavyweight champion uh contender is bro listen i'm i'm, I'm gonna lay this out there again bro and and i think this is the I think this is the difference between the fans that are still hanging around and the fans that have left. This is literally the difference. Bro, here's the bottom line. Vince McMahon and Nick Khan have a conversation. Okay, bro, what, 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 what did we make in 2022, 2022? Well, Vince, we made X point X billion dollars. Okay, what was our rating for 2022? Well, Vince, our rating was about $108 million for Raw. Okay, good. We're, we're good with that. Bro, if we can make $15 billion off $1.8 million, we're good with that, bro. Just keep cruising, man. Don't change nothing. Don't do anything. Just keep cruising. And like I said, bro, the fans that are still there are either kids or fans that accept mediocrity. I'm I don't accept mediocrity. Bro, I've said this a million times, Chris. I I watched Blacklist for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Next this Thursday is the season finale. Totally dropped the ball on the last season. Mm-hmm. Totally horrible. I got no problem saying that. But at least, bro, the first 9 seasons were good. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really till the 10th season where they kind of ran out of material. <laughs> but bro, let, let let's look at the numbers. We're making X amount of dollars. 
on 1.8 million people watching this show. That's cool, bro. That's good. Just just, just let it ride. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, that's that's where they're at with it. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's where they're at, bro. That's that's it. Yeah. Again, especially three three weeks before the second biggest pay per view of the year, you're not building toward something because you don't even have a title match booked. And so, and so ideally, uh, theoretically, what we're going to see what demon Finn versus Seth or what will be your just wild guess as far as just who Seth is going to face. I, 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 it would have to be, uh, well, uh, Damian Priest has the, uh, has the case. So he, he's out of the picture. It's what you said, Chris, is it the demon Finn? Who else can it be? It's not going to be Dominic. We, we already did Dominic. The only one left is Finn Balor. You know, they're going to do some with Damian Priest and the case. So they got to do something there. So that's what it's going to be. Yeah, they'll probably do. They'll probably do Dominic and Priest against Owens and Zayn, and they'll probably do Demon Finn versus Seth Rollins. That's probably what they'll do. And and what's and what's intriguing about that? Do you think that do you think that Dom and Priest actually are going to win the tag team championships? I actually wouldn't be opposed to that idea, but the fact that it's it it would be confusing because it because right now they're like okay there's some dissension between the judgment day and then they win the tag titles and he still has the case and it would be confusing but i'm like at this point the momentum that owens and zane has it's just so lackluster man they're losing matches left and right now They've only they've only been champs for a little over three months, and they went from being one of the hottest commodities before Mania to dropping because of how they've been booked. Man, it's been it's been horrible. So, yeah, I think Demon Finn is what we're going to get, um, but we we shall see. Uh, well, I swear to God, at the beginning of the show, that I had my my ball to less moment. Mm-hmm. So we 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 we've got Bella who comes out with a very mean face. He had a very bro. You know what's hysterical to me? Balor comes out and he's got this mean face, and I'm just watching my television. I'm saying, bro, at five foot five, like who who are you scaring with the mean? Like, bro, now if if Sid came out with me, mean face, all right, bro, I'm gonna stay out of Sid's way. But if a five foot five guy comes out with mean face, I'm like, bro, come on, what, what, what are we doing here? But bro, this this is where I had my ball to less moment. So you know, so Baylor comes out, Priest comes out, uh, Dom and Rhea are going to defuse the situation. Uh, all of a sudden, here comes Seth Rollins. Yeah, and he's got a a, a plate of food from catering. So immediately my mind goes to what is this goof doing this week? Like, can you imagine Austin coming out with a tray of food from catering? What's this goof doing this week? Bro, I didn't put the pieces together. So then, bro, when he says we came here to party and I got a plate of buffalo wings, I'm like, are you guys kidding? Me? Are you kidding me? 
Are, like, is this a rib on, bro, is this whole show a rib on Vince Russo and, and Dr. Chris? Of course. Is it a rib on us, bro? Of course it's a rib. Of course it's a rib. Yeah, it's, you know, it's. it's Buffalo is, wings, bro, because they're in Buffalo, Chris. This is your world champ, man. This is this is your world champ. This is this is this is the money maker, ladies and gentlemen. This is the one who causes all the people to turn to to turn tune into the the show. Uh, so yeah, what your your thoughts on the Finn gig and the the Ripley and and all that jazz uh, to start off the show? Uh, yeah, again, bro. The 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 whole point of this. First of all, they didn't make it clear. When 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 Dominic is talking about getting to Seth again tonight, I thought they were having a rematch. Yeah, yeah. there was no talk about a six man tag in that opening segment. Yeah, I, I noticed that too. Uh, we were we were also we we're also getting um, some some messages even in the side chat of the reason why um, there's no option to super chat. Uh, I, I noticed that too. That's weird. Um, Man, StreamYard's uh, uh, messing up some money. Messing yeah, how, can, how, how, money. How, can, how can that be possible, man? Uh, this is weird. People, yeah, many people are saying, no, I didn't do anything to, I don't, I'm, why, why would I do, why would I disable super chats? That wouldn't make much sense. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why uh, super chats aren't, a, aren't an option, but, um, well, I mean, that's, that's that um I, i'll figure it out we'll, we'll, we'll see we'll see what what the possibility is to get some super chats uh rolling right now but i don't i don't know exactly why it's not doing that but we uh we shall see I, i'll uh i'll get vince's take on it uh on uh the the next segment which is matt riddle and drew mcintyre defeating ludwig kaiser giovanni vinci kaiser and uh gunther and uh kaiser look at vinci as if they want to him to be kicked out of well, that, 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 that's the problem i'm having so now gunther and kaiser have heat with da vinci isn't that very similar to what's going on in judgment day like yeah. is, is that all you guys can come up with okay bro it's a team yeah so we'll have dissension in the team guys you know for, for as for as awesome as the bloodline is what has the bloodline always been dissension in the family so now whenever there's a group bro the storyline is dissension in the group now we got dissension with imperium now we got dissension with judgment day now we got dissension in bloodline bro the the way i used to write once one dissension storyline one one bro not not three not four not five one dissension storyline it literally bro is that all you can come up with there are three or four members in a group and there's dissension within the group like is that it yeah it's it really doesn't make any sense as far as just it seems like they are just continuing to just regurgitate like a template of storylines because back to your point in the very beginning they're just kind of riding the wave they're doing decent on numbers bro it's going to their their storyline templates not really focusing tell me like seriously bro let's be honest here you you'd rather watch four stories 
of dissension within the group than a a Hollywood actor somehow, some way slipping on a banana peel and waking up the champion? Like, really? You're going to have that argument with me, bro? We'd rather see it, bro. We'd rather see the dissension angle than that, bro. This is what I'm talking about. Chris, this is why Vince Russo won a world title. Vince McMahon won a world title. You had the David Arquette. So we didn't repeat the the same crap over and over and over again. That's why we kept giving you these different looks and these different situations and these different scenarios. You don't need four dissension matches, uh, uh, angles in the same freaking show, bro. Great point, man. Um, yeah. Um, guys, I apologize. There's see, this is this is a, a great problem to have, but so many people are right. They got to double up next week. Double yeah, down, bro. Goes. Double down next <laughs> week, guys. <laughs> because I'm still bringing it this week. Dr. Yeah. Chris is bringing it this week. You got to double down, bro. That's right. Uh, uh, SK Nation, I don't, uh, I don't control the, uh, the knobs here beforehand. So I, I don't, I don't know why um, super chat is not an option right now. I'm trying to figure out and try to uh, troubleshoot while Vince is talking, but I don't see why. And they said it's working on other channels too, but not ours. So do you uh, think you, Chris, do you think maybe we should try to restart maybe a, a, a new thread? Maybe. Um, I think we got so much momentum going on right now. Um, let's just, I, I think there might be an, another option to super chat though. Um, I might, I might, I might see, I know I'm sure Riz, Riz is usually on the online. Uh, yeah. Riz, you get all over this. Bro. Where is Riz, <laughs> yeah. you, bro? We need the trouble. We need the troubleshoot ladies and gentlemen. We need the troubleshoot staff for SK. Uh, I will, I will figure out uh, that while you talk about, uh, I'm going to talk about this, bro, because then, then, bro, let, let, let's look at the other side of the Imperium, uh, uh, Imperium uh, dissension. What, what's the other side of that? Riddle and Drew McIntyre. And, bro, I'm watching this, and I'm like, bro, they don't have a clue what to do with Drew McIntyre or Matt Riddle. Guys, Sad. again, bro, you know, the old crazy man yelling at the clouds. Did we jo- did we not see Randy Orton and Matt Riddle? We so did. now we're getting that with Drew McIntyre. Okay, we so now, now 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 we're sliding Riddle <laughs> into with Drew McIntyre. I cannot believe two guys with amazing amazing talent. These are believable guys. Yeah. These are guys that look like wrestlers. These are guys that go to the gym. Okay, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle will f you up. Drew McIntyre will f you up. And I'm looking at these two guys, and I'm like, Are you serious? That yeah. you don't know what to do with neither guy. So we're just gonna put. They they got nothing in common. It's not like Sheamus and McIntyre. We're just gonna throw them together, bro, because we don't have a clue what to do with them. And I sure hope they don't do no triple threat, man, with uh, uh, McIntyre, Riddle, and Gunther. I, I I so hope they don't do that. If they are doing Drew versus Gunther, which I'm fine with, like I said last week, one of the worst things you can do right now is p- give him the Riddle rub and make him some type of 
funny comical character. He came in when he did his, when he came back for his return on Gunther, he came back as just a serious fighting machine. And he, you know, stood face to face, toe to toe with Gunther. And he looked like one of the only people in the back that can intimidate Gunther. But now he's on this comical stuff that's just not even him. And you're giving him the riddle rub and it just doesn't work. Like, why would you try to recreate the straight guy comedy, you know, gimmick? You already did it with Orton. Why would you do that? Redo that with McIntyre? And again, again, Chris, let me point something else out. Uh, The dissension within teams. Bro, we've got the Laurel and Hardy of the WWE in Sami Zayn and, and Kevin Owens. Okay, you got Abbott and Costello, bro. So, so now we need Abbott and Costello light. So now, bro, oh, we, oh, I got it. We need Laurel and Hardy and Abbott and Costello on the same show. That's what I'm talking about, bro. If Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are going to be the comedy duo, you don't need another comedy duo, bro. Yeah, yeah, and, and especially with especially with Drew, because why would you make Drew a part of a comedy duo right now if he's trying to if he's going against Gunther, who is one of the most serious, dominating, intimidating heels that you possibly can have right now? It just doesn't it, it doesn't make any sense for him. To bro, be- you know what angle I would do, I, bro? How did they get out of how did they get out of Drew and Sheamus? How did that end? Um, it ended after, uh, all drew and Seamus. Well, drew and Seamus ended at WrestleMania because they were having some dissension over wanting dissension. Wait a minute. They were doing a dissension angle. Yes. What? (laughs) No. Okay. But did they end friends? Did they end friends? Uh, you said they were, they what again? Did they end friends? Were they friends when they wrapped up? Uh, yeah, they're actually, they were actually teaming for, for bro. You know what I would do? Here's what I would do, bro. Remember, remember the end of Rocky two when Creed just wants to go fight Rocky and just the two of them and nobody sees it. See, this is what I would do, bro. If I'm McIntyre and I'm getting ready for Gunther, I'm going to Sheamus and I'm going to tell him, bro, we're going to have a best of seven. Okay. And bro, I want you to kick the Evan lover and you know what at me. We're going to do a ladder match. We're going to do a first blood match. We're going to do a cage match because I want to get ready for Gunther. And I'm asking you, bro, listen, man, give me all you got in every type of scenario. And, bro, just have wars between these two guys. Mm-hmm. And, and then, and bro, like, even, you know, get get Drew over maybe four out of seven or whatever. But, I mean, give me something different, bro. Like Chris said, why is he in a comedy act getting ready for Gunther? Right, man. Uh, it just... Bro, you know what this is? Chris, I'm going to tell you the logic. Can I tell you the logic? Yeah. Bro, I was having this conversation with a a current WWE wrestler on the roster right now. Chris, you know what the problem is? You got a lot of young writers at the WWE, right? Mm -hmm. Chris, they haven't experienced life. They haven't experienced life. So they write comedy for Drew McIntyre. They don't, they haven't lived life. Bro, when I was writing for the WWE, I was in my mid-30s. 
I, I had owned my own businesses. I had worked for a big company. I, I had a wife. I had kids. I had life experiences. They got no life experiences, bro. They haven't lived life. And that's why you keep getting, oh, dissension angles. Oh, bro, they'll be the Ronan Martin of the WWE. That's why you are getting the simplest of stories across the board, bro. The, these young writers have not lived life to be able to write you a juicy story. Yeah, yeah. Yikes. Uh, next we have... Um... Backstage interview, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn interrupted by Rhea Ripley and Dominic Mysterio. You have anything on that? No. Yeah, I, I mean, so I guess that was the thread throughout that Rhea Ripley was going to bust everybody's promo telling them we were going to take all the belts. And okay. Oh, uh, yeah, that was that was that. Um, we have I'm still trying to troubleshoot y'all. And I know that y'all want y'all's comments up, but um I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Let me go on, guys. We got, we got Logan Paul. We got Ricochet and Logan Paul. I, I, I'm, I'm going to ask a simple question that I know Dr. Chris asks on here a million times. And guys, I do want to point this out. I went to, you've, you've heard me say this before, bro. I went to Lucha Underground one time and I met Ricochet and he was very, very, very dis, uh, respectful to me. I don't forget stuff like that. So, guys, when I'm talking about this, this segment here, Ricochet's a nice guy. He is a respectful guy. So I'm not talking about the man. But here's my simple question, bro. What is Ricochet's character? So he, he's trying to tell you what his character is, and it's just coming off as so, you know, just – meandering to the crowd i take risk for each and every one no bro bro when you're in a wheelchair at 70 years old are they gonna wheel you out to the ring and are you gonna say bro i'm in a wheelchair for each and every one of you bro seriously i was so thinking the exact same thing with that yeah. i was like okay so what what this is your character and why are you it goes back to what i was saying before as far as like you're spending so much time basing your character around the reaction of the fans exactly bro yeah and that's going to cause you to be hurt i mean that, that that's going yeah. to up your chance of becoming hurt really quick yeah exactly bro so so he's meandering to the crowd because he does not have a character which is really not his fault because they haven't given him a character and then freaking logan paul kind of comes out and shoots on him and, you know, basically says, uh, you know, because, you know, th then he gets into Ricochet, the, the you know, I was told I was never going to be anything speech. Oh, okay, well, we, we, we know that speech, bro. And then Logan Paul basically shoots with him and says, you know, bro, you're, you're, you're a highlight reel, bro. You're, you're TikTok, bro. You're doing it for clips. You're doing it so people see. And, and then he had a great Paul. Now, Logan Paul's got the line of the night when he says, bro, I don't do things for moments. I am the moment. Yeah. Bro, the light, the line of the night coming from a non-wrestler. Yeah. And basically what he said was true. He's telling Ricochet, you bro, you do all these crazy things. Yeah, you're doing it for the people. You're hoping to get on TikTok. You're hoping to have your moment. You're, ho you're hoping to have your 50 million downloads. And what does it really mean, bro? Yeah. I mean, it is it's so funny. To me, the 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 
the funniest part of this uh, segment was when <laughs> Ricochet was cutting a promo, which, you know, it was very difficult for him to do. Just it fell really flat, man. He, he just I, I wish that Ricochet would hone in in his character. I've said this before. I, I mean, just amazing in the ring. But what does that really mean if your character is not very strong? When he had the mic and cut the promo and you know in the beginning of the segment, it was it was cringy. It, it, was. it, was, it was it was very cringy. Yep. And and the fact when, when he was Prince Puma in Lucha Underground, he it, it worked because he didn't have to do it was the less is more. It was the element of mystique. But now he's just flipping and flopping. That's most of his gimmick. That's not really going, that's not a character. It's just athletic. You know what I mean? And you told, and when he had an opportunity to show his character at the beginning of the uh, the segment, it didn't work. And even Logan Paul, I mean, it seemed like it was off the cuff, but it made Ricochet even worse. It did make him worse. Yeah. Because he was like, when Ricochet was cutting a promo and people were saying, chanting Logan Paul's name, and he was mentioning like, man, like they're not they're 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 chanting my name while you're talking. <laughs> and I was like, man, see that alone right there was one of the biggest comments of the night. Yeah, Chris, the 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 funny thing is, I I, I would love where where Rogue where, where Logan Paul should have went was this. Here's where he should have went. Bro, the last time I looked at the WWE, they were a wrestling company. Mm-hmm. Are you a rec- wrestler, bro, or are you a circus clown? Mm-hmm. Are you an acrobat? Are you a circus Olay performer? How about how about Ricochet? Since this is a wrestling company, how about you have a match with me where you can't leave your feet? Let, let's see if you're a wrestler. This is the world wrestling entertainment. I would love to see that promo. But, bro, the best thing about this was the the Irish announcer, whose name I still don't know. Bro, somebody came up with, Chris, you ready? Okay, bro, we're going to call Logan Paul. You ready for this, Chris? The Maverick. (laughs) Bro, this guy, first of all, bro, when you say Maverick, Everybody and their mother and their Aunt Tilly thinks of Tom Cruise and Top Gun. All right, bro? So so come up with something original. Maverick is not a original, bro. The, so it questions me, has Vince McMahon ever seen Top Gun? Does Vince McMahon know that Tom Cruise played a character, Maverick? So this guy, bro, is saying Maverick, Maverick. I, I guess, bro, that's because Logan Paul is so over on his own mm-hmm. that this is their attempt at owning him by giving yeah. him the name the Maverick. <laughs> oh my god. But and I don't have a problem with that, bro, but Maverick, like yeah. really, bro? Very interesting. Uh yeah, they've been calling him the Maverick for a while. I, he might have been that might have been a, a Logan Paul thing. I, I, I know he's been calling himself uh the maverick for for a while now so i I don't know i mean i've never i this this is the first time and now bro now don't get me wrong i don't follow logan paul Mm -hmm. but this is the first time i've ever heard that moniker interesting uh we have uh your your boys into sheer cuts uh gets a promo package what do you think 
Yeah, I, uh, yeah, you know, bro, listen, I'm going to give him credit here because at least they're, they're keeping the guys in the rotation. And, and, and I've said it, bro. I said, the only way to get guys over is you got to have them on the show every week. So I am going to give them credit for giving Indashir their moment on the show, because yes, you do need to do that. Man, I, I I appreciate your love for Indashir, man. I just can't relate. I just, I just. Uh, bro, let me, let, me, let me address these morons uh, in the chat room, bro, who, oh, Logan Paul has been calling himself Maverick for years. Bro, let, let, me, bro, let, me, let me tell you something, okay? Every, every freaking athlete, athlete has a freaking nickname. Mm-hmm. When you watch a professional sports show, bro, when you watch a professional sports game, they're not referring to the athletes as their nickname every time. Pete Rose was not, well, Charlie Hustle comes up to the plate, and Charlie Hustle just took ball two, and Charlie Hustle, no, bro, they called him Pete Rose. That is my freaking point. This guy called the Maverick 50 billion times. I don't care if Logan Paul's been using Maverick since he was in his mother's womb. Bro, you some bro, before you make ignorant comments, okay, bro, step up to my level and understand what I'm saying first, bro. That that's not the way it is done in professional sports, bro. Where they totally don't call a guy by his real name, but they just call him by his. They did this in the main event over and over again. I I don't remember which guy it was, bro. But oh my god, dirty Dom now, man. Dirty Dom, and oh my, like really, bro? Seriously. They even put them. They even put on the graphics now. Like, is that is that a Vince McMahon thing or something like that? Let's just call him Dirty Dom. Yeah, Dirty. And there there was another name they just kept. They weren't even calling him by his. We'll, we'll get to it when I go through these notes. But guys, understand what I'm talking about, bro. Before you make asinine freaking comments on here, serious. Because I, I I don't. If you can't understand my level of of intelligence about professional wrestling, don't, don't comment. Because I'm going to chew you up and I'm going to spit you out. You know why? Because you're a freaking mark. And you talk like a mark. And if you talk like a mark, bro, I am going to point out that you are a mark. Mm. All right, let's go. You, you got a whole show about it, man. Gee whiz, bro. You're going to castrate him, man. Yeah, dirty, uh, yeah, dirty Dutch. Dutch Mantel was never called Dutch Mantel. Never. Mm. It was always referred to as Dirty Dutch, bro. <laughs> um. Next, we have uh, Seth Rollins versus Dominic Mysterio. This uh, leads to a no contest because Judgment Day attacks Seth, and then uh, Owens and Zayn uh, comes out. So this segment leads to a, a six-man main event at the end. Yeah. See, bro, I, 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 I'll be honest with you, bro. I must have been knee-deep in the uh, home run derby at this point because I, I, I missed that part. So that's, that's how they were supposed to have a rematch because that's what I said at the beginning was, okay, bro, you, you had a rematch, but there's no stipulation. There's no, if anybody interferes, they get suspended. I mean, that's why it didn't make sense to me. And obviously it didn't make sense because it was never going to happen. They were just going to use that to turn it into a six-man fit. Yep, yep. Uh, we have uh, Ricochet. Well, we talked about the Ricochet gimmick here. Your favorite female wrestler 
Zoe Stark defeats Becky Lynch. Your thoughts, bro? I just don't understand. And and against again, Chris, I, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go back to you know when wrestling made sense. I just don't understand, bro, how these top stars with the company get taken to the limit when somebody comes up from NXT. Like Becky Lynch is is arguably the top female in the company. I, I would say she is. I, I don't know who you, I, I, Bianca Belair. I would say Becky Lynch would be the top female in the company. Outside Somebody comes up from NXT a, a month ago, and she's giving the best female in the company a championship match. I, I I don't understand. Then why are you a top female in the company, bro? And this you know, is you know, you know what that that would be like, Chris. If you took Ali in his prime or Mike Tyson in their prime, and all of a sudden, bro, we're gonna put him in there against the guy who's five and zero. Oh, yeah. And you think this five and zero oh guy is gonna go toe to toe with Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson? Mm. I I don't know. They, they think. It's going to give her the rub because her and Becky had a great match. No, it doesn't, bro, because casual fans don't care about great matches. They're going to look at Becky as being weak, and Becky could not put away the girl that just came up from NXT a month ago. And where are they going with Zoe Starks anyway, bro? Like, let's be honest. Where are they going with her? They're going nowhere with her. As soon as Trish is gone, she's another name on the roster. But meanwhile, you're going to hurt Becky Lynch that she can't put this this girl away. Yeah, that's why I wasn't a big fan of. It's like okay, so if the if the end game of this is Becky versus Trish again, uh, and then Trish, you know, Becky beating Trish this time, why would you? kill more momentum for Becky Lynch because again I say if Trish beats Becky at SummerSlam she beats someone who couldn't even beat her lackey so how how does that make Trish Stratus look stronger if she couldn't even if she beats someone who couldn't even beat someone who idolizes her it just doesn't make sense to me Chris how many times have I talked about taking the bloom off to taking the bloom off the rose mm-hmm. it, that that I can't tell you how many times I heard that term when I was writing directly from Vince. At Vince, if we do that, we're taking the bloom off the rose. So, okay, bro. So you're going to have, like Chris said, uh, uh, Trish Stratish's lackey beat Becky. And then if Trish happened to meet to beat Becky, it's going to mean something yeah. after her lackey already beat her. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it, it how does that make Trish look stronger? I mean, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't make looks. It, it doesn't make her look stronger at all if she's beating the lackey. Uh, and and I, and I and I think just as from a from a booking standpoint, it it doesn't. If you're trying to build as many people you can to lead to SummerSlam, if anything, Becky needs to beat Zoe. Because it makes it makes sense as far as like, okay, well, now you have Trish who beat Becky. Okay, Becky, in order to get to Trish, she's going through, you know, steps to get back to Trish. And, and, but if she and, can't even beat Stoey, why Chris, go against Trish? Chris, how about this? How about this? 
It's it's Becky versus Zoe. Okay, bro. If Becky beats Zoe, mm-hmm. she's barred from ringside at WrestleMania at, at, at SummerSlam. And yeah. if Zoe beats Becky, it's now a handicap Thank match you. for the woman's time. How about how how about that, bro? How about yeah. that? Yeah. And then, so the, so the, so then, bro, you can have Trish cheat to get Zoe over Becky to yep. make it a handicap match, bro. And then Becky, the baby face, wins the handicap match. Yeah, I agree. But I this is what I kind of feel like. I thought about this like a week or two ago. I was like, there's a part of me, man, that feels that they're bringing Lita back. Like, I was like, uh, I don't want them to do this. I really, I really don't care for them to do this. But I do think they're going to double team her and then, you know, continue to one up Trish. Because, I mean, if you have Zoe Stark beating Trish, Trish beating, uh, if you have Zoe Stark beating Becky, Becky meaning beating Trish doesn't mean anything because it's just one to one. You know what I mean? And, and Trish, why would you keep Trish around and do a rubber match? Beats me. But. You have Trish beat Becky at the uh, PLE, the uh, the Saudi event, and then you have Zoe beat Becky on a random raw. So that dips Becky's stock, and so I'm like, you know what, man? They're gonna they're gonna bring back Lita because Becky is she can't handle both back, you know, Trish and Zoe. The numbers are too much against her, and they're doing that baby face gimmick. And they're going to bring back leader for the tag. Well, if they're going to protect lead, if they're going to protect leader at all, they have to bring her her back. But I just want to point out some somebody said like th- th- this is exactly what I'm talking about. Somebody said Zoe Stark has been in a long term relationship with veteran wrestler MMA fighter Tom Howard. Zoe was trained by him. She's actually as legit as Ronda and Shayna. Chris, did I miss when they told us that? I did I did I did I, I, I watch every episode of Raw? Did did we miss when we were told that Zoe was trained by a veteran MMA fighter, Tom Howard? Did, did we miss that episode, bro? How how and how how am I supposed to know that, bro? But even if I did, what 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 does that mean? Okay, you were oh, trained by an MMA fighter. God almighty. What is that? Who who cares, Vince? Like, what 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 is that supposed to mean? Oh, these people wear me out, bro. Like, seriously, you 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 you're gonna try to defend this crap, bro. You're gonna freaking lose because was- it's crap, bro. Yeah. So so defend it all night long, bro, because you will lose. Indeed. And all you got to do, bro, he, here's how you know you lost. You guys want to know how you lost tomorrow and Vince Russo won? You want to know, bro? Look up the ratings when they come out at about 4 o'clock. <laughs> then, then you'll know Vince is right and we're wrong, bro. We we tried to defend a product whose ratings are in the toilet bowl. Vince is right again. Yeah, let me get to it. Nice. Nice. Very nice. Right, Chris, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I was just told uh, that YouTube stop it as far as an update, which is wait what now? I was just told. Uh, I was just sent the message that YouTube stopped the super chats. Some update, uh, but I was told. So, uh, um, SK Nation, let me know because um, I was told that someone else is having super chats 
uh, on their channel. Um, let me know, SK Nation. Uh, if someone else is doing Super Chats live right now, too, let me know. Um, next, we have the Alpha Academy graduation ceremony interrupted by the Viking Raiders. Uh, Valhalla takes Maxine's Letterman jacket. So what are your thoughts on that? Bro, we're supposed to have three barbaric raw meat-eating crapping in the woods vikings <laughs> and the heat is we're going to steal somebody's jacket and and you're not going to tell me that 20 year olds who haven't experienced life are not writing this show that's what vikings did bro that's what viking if you guys if you do your research on vikings back in the day and exactly what the viking life was like and what they they, they did you will find out that they did indeed steal people's jackets bro. Mm. yes oh, they God. no 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 vince they didn't just they didn't steal jackets per se okay they didn't they didn't uh steal <clears throat> just any jackets they stole letterman jackets just letterman jackets and so there's something that valhalla saw in the letterman jacket that was attractive for her to say i want this like yes, so the so the point of stealing the Letterman jacket is either one of two things. One, I want to steal, I want to steal your Letterman jacket. I want to take your accomplishment away in the moment because I really want you to feel this. Or, well, I like Letterman jackets. I, I'm a I'm a Viking who likes Letterman jackets. I'm just gonna start wearing it. For and and then Otis is standing in the ring. She's taking the jacket. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> The, the invisible wall, like the invisible wall. How come they didn't just go out and try to get it? If they really cared about Maxine Dupree, you go out to the ramp and you burst through. You 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 burst through this this wall, this invisible wall, and then you go out and try to get the bit. Bro, I, I, I got Vince. You old think from young person's point view. This is why show book like this. Okay, bro. What what young person is 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 up at, at ten to eleven o'clock at night watching television? What young person, bro? This show is on from from eight to eleven o'clock at night. This show is not on Saturday morning at ten o'clock. Yeah. You, you're gonna sit there, and now you're gonna tell me, bro, somebody who did did this for years and years and years. Now you're gonna tell me. Who watches television from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m.? That's what you're going to tell me now, bro. You're going to sit there and convince me that six-year-olds are watching TV from 8 p.m. to 11 o'clock at night. That that That's your argument, bro? Yeah. Very, uh, very interesting, man. Uh, it's, it's the marks are... Uh getting vince because bro they'll defend any this is what i'm talking about these are marks bro marks when you're a mark for something no matter how bad it is you can't say it's bad that's the definition of a mark mm. bro I, I i love seinfeld i will sit here and tell you five seinfeld episodes that absolutely sucked that's why i'm not a mark yeah. because you're, you're not gonna hit a home run every single time so when when you try to say that they do 
you're a freaking mark, bro. Mm. I, I mean, Chris, when's the last time Ohio State was undefeated? Uh, what is this? 2023. Um, oof, it's been a while. We won the we won the national championship, and we lost that year too. So it's been a while. Uh, the okay, first Chris, year, first year, Urban Meyer, uh, we were undefeated. Then. I would bet my bottom dollar. When you sit there and watch an Ohio State game on a Saturday afternoon mm-hmm. and they lose that football game, I promise you, Dr. Chris, that you are sitting there saying they played like crap. I pro- I promise you, you are not defending their freak. Oh, bro, they they played their hearts out. It, it's okay that they lost, bro, because they oh, played no. their Come Never. on, bro, will you? Stop acting like marks, and you won't be called a mark, bro. Indeed, I showed you that uh, tweet when we lost to Michigan, man. And uh, gee whiz, man, it was hot, man. I, I am, I am the biggest Ohio State fan ever, uh, in my opinion. I'm, I'm sure there's more avid fans than me, but I, you know, I'm a type of person, man. I, I, I command excellence. And at least progress to excellence. And if you drop the ball, man, you you're I'm I'm going to tell you you drop the ball. That's so, right. Yeah. Freaking no El- El- Elton John was a what was a genius in the seventies. Every eighties album sucked, bro. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I love Elton John, but I'm not a Mark, <laughs> so I'm not going to put over an album if it sucked, bro. Damn. Yes, indeed, man. Oh my, Lamona, me, bro. <laughs> man, the uh, the the name the episode of Seinfeld that sucked. You okay, bro? The the Chinese theater, the Chinese restaurant sucked. They couldn't find their car in the garage. Sucked when Jerry gets shot by the cable police. Sucked. Okay, bro. Those are three off the top of my head. Okay. Oh, there you go. My guy, man, you uh that that's a that's a very good point. Um so ben here's spent, the thing. Bro, this guy's having this guy's struggling with with then spend time with young wrestler, talk to them, then your mind will change. We live world moments, viral clips, social media, young people love show, Vince. You mark for nostalgia. Mm. Then, 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 if I was a mark for nostalgia, bro, then that would mean that I don't enjoy any new TV show, any new movie, any new music. I don't enjoy any of it, bro, because I'm just the mark for nostalgia. Indeed. Yeah. This was uh, January twelfth, two thousand twenty-one. It's a few paragraphs. I want you to read this out loud, okay? Hold on. There we go. Looks like Justin is going to go into the NFL. This year was much worse than last year, which is heavily going to affect his stock. Justin was really good, but there were times, including tonight, that you could tell that his heart just was not in it. We really need to work on our secondary, and if Ryan Day wants to stay after his contract is up, he needs to get rid of Kerry Combs. Staying in the zone and not putting pressure on Mac Jones throughout the game, including having Sean Wade give away too much space for Devante and even tough Borland having to defend him was an atrocity. You see, bro, 
Chris calls it the way he read, sees read the it. Last, read the last paragraph. With his favorite team. As a diehard Ohio State fan, I'm glad we made it to the dance. However, if we want to make it again and win, our secondary and defense play calling, particularly in the secondary, needs immediate attention. You there see, you bro, as much as Chris bleeds Ohio State red, he's not going to make excuses for them, bro. Indeed. Indeed. That's a that's a true fan, by the way. That's a tr- that's a New York fan, bro. That's a true fan, by the way. Indeed, my man. Uh, I'm serious about my voice, and I'm I, I, I command excellence. I command excellence. Uh, we get Shayna Baszler defeating Emma, and then Ronda Rousey coming out, and uh, this 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 segment just absolutely fell flat. What do you what do you have on this? I don't know. Again, bro, Chris, I'm going to go back to and I'm going to ask you a question. Does anybody care enough about either one of these wrestlers? No. That okay. Well, no. Okay. Well, they, they, no. There you go. There you go, bro. It just, oh, man. I just, I mean, why are they forcing this on us, though, Vince? That, that's what I don't understand, man. Like, they really, like, this is one of those things that you can tell. That Ronda Rousey, before she gets a send off, she wants to put over Shayna Baszler. But why in the world is WWE approving this and no one cares for either one of them? Who's over here? And and when Ronda Rousey puts over Shayna Baszler, What what's that going to do for Shayna Baszler, Chris? Nothing. What, what, what's what's that doing for her, bro? I was thinking the same thing when at when they did the scuffle at the end. I said, okay, so we clearly know that Shayna Baszler is going to beat Ronda Rousey at SummerSlam because Ronda Rousey is supposed to be leaving right after that. So if Shayna Baszler beats Ronda Rousey, okay, so I beat Ronda Rousey, and still my charisma is sucked in a vacuum by the second so what is she going to do after wrestlemania uh, after SummerSlam? is that going to boost her charisma if she beat ronda rousey or is her charisma still going to be sucked in the vacuum by the second it's not going to do anything for her and it's heel versus heel but the thing is it's two heels that people just legitimately don't care about and if they try to boost Shayna Baszler as a top heel after this, it's going to fall flat because they tried to do that in the beginning. When she came from the main roster, she attacked Becky Lynch a few year, a couple years ago for their Mania match. And when people were, when she came in and started attacking Becky, they were like, ah. I mean, like, they were just like, eh. And then she had a Mania match against Becky, and people still weren't interested in her, man. So I don't know what they're doing. Bro, I swear to God, if I'm writing there and 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 I've got Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, and I do not have a a um MMA background whatsoever, whatsoever. I swear, what what I'm doing is I'm sitting down with both of them, and I'm t- I'm I'm asking them, ladies. What really goes on in a UFC mm. dressing room? Tell me, tell me, like, does everybody get along? Oh, they they really don't get along. Okay, g- give me some examples of some people that don't get along and why they don't get along. Oh, okay, we're doing that. Mm. 
that, that that's what I would do, bro. Yeah. That's exactly what I would do. Give me an education on your world. Give me, give me, give me some UFC fighters that do not get along. Tell me why they don't get along. We're doing that. Yeah, good point. I got a new update. Some issues with our channels, which adopted YouTube CMS. They're having a meeting with YouTube today to fix this. So, okay. So that's, uh, there's some type of uh, glitch with our channel and, and YouTube. Uh, so we're going to meet with YouTube to fix, uh, to fix that. So like Vince said, you know, double up next week on the super chats. Hopefully, you know, next, hopefully tomorrow with, uh, with Bill after and I, uh that'll be ready rocking so you can do that then bro i'm gonna i'm gonna diffuse a mark uh who's been coming at me all night and you're gonna go hysterical chris okay so this guy's always up for a good laugh this guy's been coming at me all night about uh uh why do you think logan paul wwe because they realize the future wrestling is young people okay bro then why is cody rhodes referring to darwinism in his promo bro is that for the young people bro is that for the young people severe Dar- Dar- Darwinism? Do you understand now? I just made you look like an imbecile, bro, because you've been arguing with me all night. Vince, you're not young. You're old. This is for the young people. The young people love this show. Then why is Cody Rhodes, one of the top guys in the company, <laughs> using the term Darwinism in his promo, Chris, for the six-year-olds out there? Going back to the uh, old oh, science classes. Bro, please, please, bro, please don't freaking challenge me, bro. Man, uh, you've already wasted way too much energy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm putting it on private chat. I can't look at these people. Let's talk about Cody's promo for a second. Yep. Life goals, momentum, another broccoli. But I, my, before this guy said anything, bro, I, I'm like, Darwinism, bro. Like, do why are you why are you bringing using that word to this audience, bro? To and and I've been saying this all along, bro. To show you're smarter than everybody else, bro. Because I guarantee you, if you went through that entire crowd, maybe five percent of the people knew what the heck you were talking about, bro. And here's the thing with that: even if it was ten percent. The fact that he's using uh, more eloquent examples in his promos does not make him an everyman character. If his goal is supposed to be the son of a son of a plumber, baby, and he's supposed to be an everyman character, why in the world is he having uh, a Rhodes? Uh, uh, what is it? A Rhodes? Uh, what's the show? All roads lead to. Uh, Cody roads to the top. There you go. Roads to the top. Uh, roads to the top. And so, if he's having roads to the top, he's got amazing, you know, uh, a house, a hot wife, a beautiful family. Comes suited every single time. A, and pers- a, per- a personalized tour bus. Yes. A, yes, indeed. Yes. He has, okay. He has yes. his own Lex Express, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Yes. And and he's already and he's already showing that he is better. He, yeah. He's like the top five percent of America at this point. Like he, from from his channel. I mean, from his from his uh, show. 
from his uh, the way that he carries himself, he's in the top 5% of America. But for some odd reason, we're supposed to believe that he's an everyman character who is uh, uh, basically fulfilling the shoes of his daddy, Dusty, who was the pinnacle, the epitome of an everyman character. Please understand how this makes sense to me. Which is, which, which, which is really, really odd. It because is. like if 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 my you know my my dad kind of wasn't every man character chris and i like to think of my bro if people if people saw and i i had i had my third child at the time so i had three kids if people saw the house i was living in in connecticut bro when i was the head writer of raw and how freaking small it was you wouldn't have believed me. But why Why do I still live like that to this day? Because it's how my parents were. That's why, bro. So I don't like expense. I don't go get expensive cars and expensive houses and this and that because that's how my parents were. Mm-hmm. He, he's, he, he, he says I'm the son of a plumber, but then he acts the complete opposite. And I'm like, then why are you boasting about being a son of a plumber? Because obviously you don't want to be a plumber. Yes, indeed. He has his own personal plumber at his. Yeah, bro. Exactly. It's, it's like, but when, when he threw Darwinism in a promo, I'm like, oh, bro, what, what are you smoking, bro? <laughs> My thing is, look, hey, live it up, man. I'm, you know, I'm living the dream, man. I, I was raised in the hood for 17 years, man. I'm, and I'm, and I'm living well, I'm driving my dream car right now and then living well, but at the same time, that that's a motivational story of rags to riches. Literally, you know I mean? That was my life. And if that's one, if you want to sell that, okay, that can give someone motivation, but that's not Cody's angle. Cody's angle is I'm just going to come out here and uh, do this eloquent speech. I'm going to come suited up. I don't even wear suits to my job as a doctor. I literally have clients that stay with me because I wear Jordans. <laughs> like I wear, I wear nice shoes and J's as a, as a therapist and people stay with me. Because and Chris, on top of that, if you're eloquent, bro, you are in the wrong business, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you you are in the wrong business, bro. This is not the business of eloquence, yes, bro. Indeed. Like yes, you're you're in the wrong freaking business, bro. Yeah. I got I got my notes here and, and I, I found Unless out you're uh, be like a Bachwinkle style heel, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you but, say uh, you bro, it was uh it was bro, they he they must have called uh the, the Irish guy uh a lister. <laughs> he called Miz the A-lister like eighty-seven thousand times during the match. I, I'm I'm gonna give Miz credit here because it was a more serious Miz. And he, he here's how you know it's a serious Miz, bro. Yeah, they started their tiny balls chant like they do. He no sold it one. Didn't do this, bro. He totally ignored it and no sold it. And you, you, you know, you, you saw a more serious Miz, which I said that we need. But now, Chris, they're marrying Bronson to Miz again. How yeah. how many times are we gonna go through this, bro? I think what they're gonna do here is I think what I think they're going to do. They're gonna bring back Gargano 
And I think they're going to do a DIY reunion. I think they're going to because uh, they you know, reunion or reunion DIY. That was their tag team in NXT. Chopper uh, and Gargano. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're going to do DIY versus The Miz and Bronson Reed at SummerSlam. Well, I think um, I I think Miz did a good job tonight. I liked I I I like seeing seeing him wrestle a serious match. Yeah, this but, but 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 then, but then you got to ask yourself the psychology of this, bro. So I'm gonna hire this guy, but I'm gonna tell him not to come out until 20 minutes after the after the match, after I've gone through the table, yeah, after yeah. he's done this, after he's done that to me. Why wouldn't he come out immediately? Yeah, that that makes that makes perfect sense, and it's and it's no disqualification. So just have him come out, beat the brakes off of uh champa early and then there you go you you beat them you you save a lot of energy and you have an easy payday that's that, that's that's it right there do you think it's SummerSlam with the uh the savage vikings and the alpha academy do you think they'll hang that varsity jacket on a pole uh i think i think that might be something that's so. uh, going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Letter, Letterman jacket or a varsity jacket over pole belts, ladies. There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I I do think that that will be a, a tag match of uh, Reed and Miz against uh, uh, Ciampa and uh, Gargano, which I mean, to a lot of the uh, a lot of the. Uh, rabid you know a- avid uh wrestling fans you know they they'd be they'd be fans for that most i would say the the uh mass the majority of a lot of these fans now are going to mark out when diy great great super hey uh, uh bro I, bro i'm gonna do a little homework this week chris okay, okay. I am gonna I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna do my research this a week, and I'm gonna get some real characteristics of real Vikings. Okay, like what is a real Viking like? And then we're gonna after I lay it all out, I'm gonna ask a simple question. Now, would people like this steal somebody's varsity jacket? <laughs> okay, I'm okay, gonna, gonna throw it out there. Matter of fact, matter of fact. Uh, Give me your thoughts on the tag match, Sonya and Chelsea against uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter. And I'm going to quickly find out uh, characteristics of a Viking while you're talking. I will tell you guys this. I 1,000% was watching the Home Run Derby during this match uh, because I don't care about either one of these teams. Uh, We were getting into the final round in the Home Run Derby. It was so much more exciting than this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did go back and watch the finish. I, I, I don't, he, here's what I don't understand. I, I swear. I, I don't understand that there's no rhyme or reason with what they're going to do with people that they bring up from NXT. Perfect example. Zoe Starks Stark. Zoe Stark beats Becky Lynch. Yep. Okay. But yet we bring up a tinkers to evers to chance, and they've lost every match since they've been. So, I, I, I what, bro, what, what's I, I, I would love to ask Sean, seriously, bro. What is the criteria? Number one, what is the criteria that they go up to the WWE? And no. at that point, I would love to go to Triple H and say, okay, bro, once they're here, 
what what's the idea? What's the idea? Because obviously, bro, you brought them up because they deserve to make it. Mm-hmm. So if both Zoe deserve to make it and Tinkers to Evers to Chance, then why do we keep beating Tinkers to Evers to Chance and Zoe beats Becky Lynch? Like, just I- explain the psychology to me, bro. I bro, he, here's here's how NXT should be used. Okay, Chris, here's how it should be used. They should have maybe, bro, maybe no more than one NXT person graduating every three months. Hmm. No more than that. So what am I talking about, bro? I'm talking about four a year. And these four that graduate and make it up to the main roster, they mean something because when you keep bringing these people up and you keep beating them you know what that tells me as a casual fan watching this show well i guess they weren't ready for the main roster yeah yeah send them back down bro send, they, they couldn't beat uh cecil beat the mill and chelsea send them back down bro they're not ready for the big time I say that again, man, when it comes to, uh, you know, your your sport, baseball. You know what I mean? If you're bringing somebody from AAA to, you know, single A and they don't cut the – they drop the ball and don't cut, cut the mustard, you're not going to keep them in single A. You want to take them back to AAA. Exactly. Serve it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking about that too. Like, why are you bringing back Emma to have her lose every match? Like, what, what are you – why are you using – these returns and having these people come back to WWE just to make them job guys and job gals. Like, why are you using that? And like, when I see Emma, I'm like, she never wins matches. And, you know, they brought back Apollo Cruz from NXT and he's on main event. You know, they, they're not using him. Same thing. Like what you said with Katana chance and uh, Caden Carter, it seems Vince to your, to your point, it seems as if, there's the the old adage of we'll we're gonna we're gonna we're, we got you you know what i mean we got you we we just want you to you know get some reps in first and kind of earn your stripes and then we got you you know here in a minute and then the minute comes and they pull back you know they they, they don't have them you know it's interesting man because i was uh um interviewing sam i interviewed sam houston recently a few months back and uh it's on my pancakes and power slam sh- uh, sh- uh channel and he was he said man vince screwed him you know big time you know what i mean because he, he he said he lied to him and stuff like that because he had some promises for sam houston that he never delivered on and i can tell like it just definitely seems as if it's the old adage of we got you, we got you, we got you. And people like Katana Chance and Caden Carter, they're like, oh man, okay, cool. We'll we'll lose. We'll we'll lose. If if you if if we know that you're gonna we're gonna do all this uh, and, and eventually become champions, okay, cool, man. This is just a part of the plan. And then all of a sudden, six months, nine months down the road, they're like, Okay, so are we you ready? Mm, eh, we got nothing for you. And you know? not only that, Chris, say they follow through with it. What does it mean when they become champion? What 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 does Liv Morgan and Rachel Rodgers, what do they mean? Nah, what they're, just, they're champions. What do they mean, bro? Nothing, 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 nothing. Because they're not there's not credible contenders, man. Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville like lost 
just about every single match before they won the gauntlet match last week. So it's like you lose every match, win a gauntlet match, and now you're the number one contender. But, bro, what what did that come out of? Here's what it came out of. The plan was Chelsea Green and Carmella. That works. Okay, bro. Now, I could understand why these two would be besties. That works. So what happens? Carmella gets pregnant. So now we're just going to plug DeVille in that spot. No reason why they're together. They got nothing in common, nothing. Because she's out. That's what we mean, guys, by the factory. Next wrestler, send that one out to pasture. Next wrestler, send that. Who's ready? Send that one out. That's what they did, Chris. That's why it means nothing. You can't do that. Bro, it's like, you know, another example, like Johnny Gargano hasn't been on in God knows how long. I got to read on the worldwide interweb. I guess he's hurt. Mm. Well, why don't they tell us that? Why don't we learn what the injury is? Why don't we find out how long he's going to be out? Yeah. No, he just, he just disappears, bro. And they're giving him video packages and now he's just we're supposed to again it goes back to the men in black effect man we just have we just have the little uh pin and you push it and everybody That's it, bro Ed, that one out bro, bro boom next one in you know uh all right so we're closing up with uh judgment day defeating uh cody uh sammy and ko what are your thoughts on this Vince? bro they are going to and, and bro like i i i i I don't blame them for this, but what they tend to do is, bro, they tend to drag something out until it doesn't mean anything anymore. They're going to, they're still going to, Damien Priest is going to turn babyface. But now, bro, oh, we're back on the same page. We're hugging it. They are just going to drag this thing out as long as they possibly can man. yeah but why do that and for only three weeks away from SummerSlam, you should be like matches again is this is your second biggest pay-per-view of the year you should not not, not anymore well, it's supposed to be right, it's, but not anyway. It, it, it means it means nothing. It's bro. still it one of the nothing. oldest pay per views in yeah. WWE in the WWE franchise. The three oldest pay per views are WrestleMania, Survivor Series, and SummerSlam in that order. And this is the twenty fifth year of SummerSlam, and we're not getting any promotion on that. No promotion on the twenty fifth year of SummerSlam right now. But instead, we're still waiting three weeks until SummerSlam. For that, before four matches, Chris. See, I did not know that. Why do you think? Like, what would what would be the reasoning behind that? Nothing. I mean, there's 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 no. I mean, especially if you want to promote this to stockholders. If you want, if twenty five years is huge, huge. Yeah, I had no, bro. I had no idea till you just said that. Yeah, this they started in 1988 was the first year of so. Wow, see now so, somebody needs to explain that to me. Yeah, last year was uh Survivor Series. Uh Survivor Series started in 87. Last wow. year was the 25th year of Survivor Series. This year is the 25th year of, of SummerSlam, man. And again, we're not 
We don't get 25-year packages. We don't get 25-year uh, interviews, no commemorations, no nothing. No, no, nothing. Like, this is what happened. I mean, excuse me, 35 years. I'm going to say 35 years. 35 years. Yeah, yeah, 1988. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to say 35. So, yeah, thirty. this is the 35th year of, of SummerSlam, 1988. And so, no 35-year commemoration, nothing. I mean, it's like that. That's a, that's a huge. Some, some, somebody would have to explain that to me. Like yeah. I, that's a huge marker, man. Bro, was the first SummerSlam? It wasn't uh, the Zeus thing, was it? Uh no, no. no? The, uh, the Zeus thing, the Mega Powers versus the Mega Bucks was uh ninety-one because that was the oh, same okay. year as uh, uh Warrior Elizabeth. Uh, that was a match made in heaven, match made in hell. Was, so what uh, was the first one? Uh that was uh 88 was Hogan. Oh man, where was Savage around that time? That was uh that was around Hogan Savage because Hogan Savage was four. I think Mega Powers versus Mega Bucks. So that was I think it was uh Andre and DiBiase against um Against Hogan and Savage, if I'm not mistaken. I think that was Mega Powers versus Mega Bucks. Hold on, let's see. Let's yeah. see. Chris. That would be that would be that, that's my guess. 1988 Mega Powers, Mega Bucks. That's that's uh that's my guess. Okay, I'm gonna read you the whole card. Okay. Bro, I want I want everybody to listen to this card, and then we're gonna look at uh uh Demon Finn and uh, Seth Rollins up top. Okay, bro. And, and you're gonna you're gonna look me in the eye and say this crap is better. Okay, I, I don't even know. Zeus, you know, Zeus might have been eighty. Nah, I don't. I, bro, I don't even know what's on this card. But uh, here we go. Okay, Chris. So here oh, we go. Quick, you ready? Match made in heaven. Match made in heaven. Match made in hell. Zeus wasn't a part of that. Okay, that was. Chris, uh, uh, hold on a second. Let me let me hold on before you do that. Match made in hell was uh, uh, Hogan. Uh, and, uh, oh, oh, I think it was, um, cause I know, I remember he, it was like a triple threat match. I mean, it was a handicap match, Colonel Mustafa slaughter and Adnan against, uh, Hogan and warrior. I think that was 90. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Right, here we go. You ready? Let's do it. British Bulldogs versus the fabulous Rougeos. Okay. Jacques, uh, Jacques and Pierre. Yes, indeed. Bad News Brown against Ken Patera. Now, Chris, these people have no idea who neither one of But, Chris, were these two guys not totally 1,000? Oh, man. Shooters. Shooters. Forget Shooters. it. Yeah. Forget it. <laughs> yes. Bro, Rick Rude with Bobby Heenan against the Junkyard Dog. Against Dog. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. The yep. Powers of Pain, the Warlorn and the Barbarian against the Bolsheviks, Bolsheviks. Nikolai Volkov and Boris Zukov. Mm -hmm. The Ultimate Warrior defeated the Honky Tonk Man yeah, for the Intercontinental title, bro. It's like seven or eight seconds or something like that. Yeah, it was, it was super. Yeah. yeah. Dino Bravo, managed by Dr. Chris's favorite, Frenchie Martin. Frenchie Martin, yes, indeed. Defeated yeah. the great Don Morocco. Yes, indeed. Wow, bro, listen to this tag team championship match. Ready? Demolition, Axe, and Smash with, with both Mr. Fuji and Jimmy Hart. Hart Foundation? 
defeated Bret Hart and Jim Neidhart, bro. Yep. yep. The big boss man with Slick defeated Coco Beware. Coco, yep, yep. Jake Roberts defeated Hercules. Mm. And the main event, the Mega Powers, Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage with Miss Elizabeth defeated the Mega Bucks, Ted DiBiase and Andre the Giant with Virgil and Bobby Heenan. That was the first SummerSlam. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first SummerSlam, bro. 1988, man. And what do we got so far on this card? What do we have so far? Uh, I don't think we have anything. I don't think we have anything. <laughs> I, I know Cody laid out the, the challenge after he threw Darwinism out. Yeah. But that He just threw out the challenge. I don't think no match has been officially booked for this, for this pay-per-view. 35 years in. 35th year anniversary. Yeah, bro, three I'm weeks not. later, no, no match booked. Officially booked. Now, we're going to get Jay and Roman. We're going to get Cody and Brock. We're going to get a few other things, but None again, three weeks out from the second longest pay per view in WWE history. Third, third, the third longest pay per view. A, a pay per view that's been booked every single year for, for years as the second biggest pay per view. Not one match has been confirmed three weeks left in before the pay per view. Ladies so, and gentlemen, uh, that's what we have. Somebody said it, <laughs> and it just made me pop because uh, I know he's not being serious. Finn Balor can beat up anyone on that 1988 card. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Finn Balor is going to be in a semi-main event, and literally he could not have beaten anybody. Bro, Hercules would have killed finn oh, balor yeah yeah oh my god that's uh, funny man that is great yes the bolsheviks uh against uh judgment day ladies somebody and said jimmy versus solo is that going to be a match you think uh i can see that I, I did can they make that. did they make trish stratus and becky yet has is that made no there's not been one not match one match confirmed not one not one now again i say trish becky jay roman Cody Brock, like there's there's going to be like we see those matches that are going to happen. But again, you should have been plugging, you should have been promoting those matches for weeks, man. And it goes to show that they can't book a match and plan and book accordingly. They have to book into the edge because they don't have that ability to build the already planned match they have to book into the edge and then throw the match at the end bro i was just watching one of the attitude air shows the big pay-per-view just ended big pay-per-view just ended the next night three matches were made hmm. the next night after the pay-per-view the next night three matches were booked for very the nice. very nice very nice. Whatever. I, I, bro, I, I just wind up sitting here all the time, and all I ask is, why, 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 why? Why is nothing booked with the, a pay-per-view you've been doing for 35 years is three weeks away? Why is nothing booked? And, and now you, you got to look at that, Chris, again, from a psychological standpoint, and you got to ask yourself the question, well, 
it looks like you really don't care that much. Mm. You'd have to say that you you you'd you'd have to you'd have, that have to be your conclusion, bro. I think. See, my thing is this: I I think that WWE just doesn't know how to book. Um, from like I said, from from they, they don't know how to book from already having the match planned. To uh, um, they 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 have this mentality. Like they don't feel like they can keep the fan base if they already have the match booked. And that that makes zero sense to me because the old school method is to book a match early and work the story from the match being booked to give us more intrigue. That was the point of the Royal Rumble winner. You had three months, two and a half months to you already have the match booked and you for at least two and a half months, you're building a story. Even this year, they didn't do that because then you having, you have the Royal Rumble winner and then you have uh, 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 Kevin Owens potentially beating Roman Reigns. And then the next month, Sami Zayn potentially winning, uh, beating Roman Reigns. And then you having Cody saying, well, if you win, like you're not booking the match at hand and working our intrigue from that again, you're booking to the edge and somehow that's like the method now to keep us intrigued. You just don't have enough confidence in storytelling. I mean, that's, that's, that's the thing. You just don't have, you don't have confidence in storytelling. And now we're just going to have to go to the edge. And then the week of, Oh, Oh, by the way, Seth Rollins is going to go against Omos. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, you just yeah. throw in matches right before the pay-per-view. Uh, literally on social media, Seth, Seth Rollins didn't even know he was in the match until he looked at the social media account. Is, uh, he, speaking he, of he, Omos, is he on SmackDown? No, man. He's... Wow. Disappeared, Disappear, man. <laughs> oh, Disappeared, man. Disappeared. Yeah. All right, my man, this guy right here, Vince Russo, let the fans know about the uh, all the festivities, man. Yeah, Russo's just go to Russo. I'm, I'm not going to hit you with a million things, bro. Just go to Russo'sBrand.com, and that will take you everywhere you want to go, bro. Russo'sBrand.com. Very nice. People, people are saying he got married, which is great, um, but uh, you want to go back to work. <laughs> After you got point, yeah, at some point, yeah, gotta, yeah, gotta yeah. pay the bills, bro. Gotta go, gotta pay the bills. He's been gone for a while, though. I mean, like uh, he never. I think after the draft, he hasn't been. He hasn't even been on the show. Maybe a time. Maybe I'm missing, but no, no, and stuff like that, man. You know, if if you if you if you lose it, man, you you, you go down. I mean, you you go you go down the pecking order, man, and. He's not a hot commodity enough to have a guaranteed spot. So got to be careful with that. This guy right here, Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris. This is the Legion of Raw. Have a good night, everybody. Solo.